Shut up and sit down. Welcome back to When the Wind Blows. This is an epic podcast for parents, teachers, leaders, anyone vested in the world of education. And I am your host, Erin Barnes. Today, I have no co-host. I am winging it again. Um, I wanted to take this time to kind of introduce what is coming up over the next uh, couple of weeks. We're going to talk about basically recalibrating. When you get to a new year, you talk about a new you sometimes. I don't necessarily believe there's a new you, but you can refine some of the things that you've done um, to make a, a better version of you, or I mean, if you want to let it, let yourself go, you could come to a worse version of you, I suppose. But, uh, so today we're, we're talking about, um, honestly, I being a better leader, but that is, uh, it, it seems like a very small topic, uh, until I wrote it, started listening and, and thinking about how I could, use this topic to talk to students, uh, parents, teachers, all the people that I say that this podcast is for. And so as I was thinking through this, I was thinking, honestly, the whole thing was um, how to be a better leader, but I was thinking about how to lead my kiddo, my student better as a parent. And so that's kind of the take I'm going to um, use today. But uh, there is so much of this for anybody listening, honestly. So over the break, I um, my plan was to just do a ton of research. Uh, I don't know if you realize, but to do this podcast, I am constantly listening uh, to podcasts, listening to books, reading books, reading articles, so that I've I've got something to bring to you, but put my own flavor on it. Um, and right before the break, one of our assistant superintendents, Miss Tina Barber, shared a. Uh, video that she had watched. It was uh, Simon Sinek talking about how to be a better leader. And I did not listen to it over the break. As a matter of fact, I did not read all those books, podcasts, (laughs) articles that I said I was going to. I really did just kind of take the time to 100% be around my family, which, uh, I mean, is a good thing. I mean, I, I don't need props for that. I actually should have been doing that the last 10 years, but whatever. Okay. How to be a better leader. Um, anyway, so I I listened to this once we come back and, um, I had a totally different, um, podcast planned for today, but this one, it really hit me. And I was like, I got to talk to these parents because this is something I struggle with also. Uh, you know, I had a kiddo who was doing a lot of schoolwork over the break and it frustrated me because I had paced her out to be done and we could take, we could all take a two week break. And as a matter of fact, if we had had our ski trip planned for this year, I'd have been a really ticked mama. Um, so I started thinking about it. Um, and I was wondering how well I did as a mama, um, when it came to educating. And I mean, you hear me, I work in education. I was a teacher in this model for five years. Um, I should have this locked up, but I do not. (laughs) I still see my flaws here and there. And so the first point Simon made, and he had a few points and I'll get to him. He said, you kind of have to want 
to be a leader. And and I would say that that is true as um, someone who does have a team of people that she leads. Um, it's a lot of work. It's not just the professional, but sometimes it is the personal. Um, it's uh, it's a, it's a lot of work to be a leader. It's it's not just a nine to five job. And if you are operating as a leader um, in a nine to five capacity, I urge you to kind of consider whether or not you truly are leading your team. And I'm not saying you have to overwork. And I'm not trying to glamorize or normalize, which I hate that word too now. Um, overworking, but I am saying you have to be thoughtful. You have to be meaningful. You have to read and you have to want to do this because it is so much more. And I thought as a mama who homeschools, you have to really want to school your own kids. Um, and I kind of fell into this trap of honestly letting my teacher whom I love and adore and know and trust, uh, just kind of letting her do her thing and um, keep up with my kiddos this last semester. And then I was I was mad at my own kid at the end of the semester when she wasn't done. Um, and I thought, where were you this whole time? You want this so badly, but you checked out for a semester. And so um, one of the things I'm going to do is be super intentional about leading my kids. And uh, my husband's going to be in the same boat. He wants to lead our kids and teach our kids. But to do that, you kind of have to always consider yourself a student. You have to be a step ahead of them. So if, if they're learning um, how to diagram sentences this week, you've got to know how to diagram sentences this week uh, or be prepared for what you're going to do when they come to you for that. Uh, even at the minimum, which I was not doing, uh, just checking on their progress daily or weekly. Um, you know, I kind of just assumed because she has been in this model for 10 years that she could manage herself. And that was a real dumb move on my part. And honestly, I was setting her up for failure. Shoot, go back and listen to the ADD conversation that we had a few months back. And and I was really, really setting her up for <laughs> failure. So um, consider yourself always a student. Stay ahead of your kiddo. Stay one step ahead of the curriculum. Um, if you want to be a better leader or a better teacher in your own home. Uh, the next thing I thought was super in interesting is Simon is a big fan of shared incentives. And I know here in the Epic model, um, uh, our uh, admin bonuses on the overall, well, they did. I mean, it's new this year and we're, we're changing the way things look, but the, the admin used to bonus on the overall average bonus of a teacher. So it was in the admin's best interest to make sure that the teachers were incredibly supported and, um, and had everything they needed to be able to do their job. If you are rewarding an individual you're rewarding individualism. And um, so finding a way to have shared incentives. Gosh, uh, at the end of the semester, I, I basically, it pushed a week into where we were going to be. But I told her, hey, at the end of this week, if you can get all of this done and, um, and 
we can enjoy this last week. I'll book, she loves tennis. So I said, I'll book a tennis court every night of the week, um, you know, up, up the street and, and we'll go and we'll play for two hours every single night this week, <clears throat> this next week, if you can get all that schoolwork done. And so that was a shared incentive for both her and I. I don't really do I love tennis and the whole family, you know, we'll get out and play. But, um, but I wanted to go do those things too. And so it was kind of, we were all cheering her on. And that's what you get when you get those shared incentives is, is you get to where the whole group cheers each other on. And that, that's really good. Um, the next thing to do to be a better leader or even a better teacher in your home is to not act like you have it all together or know it all. I was doing a really good job of pretending like I, I mean, even to you guys, shoot, you didn't know my kid was way off pace. Um, and, and here I am talking like, uh, everything's hunky dory, but, um, but don't act like, you know, it all. I was acting maybe like I knew it all and how to do things and assuming she knew it all. And what I didn't do was say, you know, uh, I need help here. Uh, and, and she didn't either, but, um, as a leader, not having all the answers is okay. As a mama or a dad or a grandma raising a kiddo, um, not having the answers is okay. And it's fine to, uh, to say, you know what? I don't know. I'll get back to you on that. And I do say, I don't know a lot to my kiddos, but, um, but also admitting you need help. And I needed to brainstorm with my teacher. I helped to train my teacher, but here I am, I'm, I'm getting tips and tricks from her to, um, to help me move my kiddo along. So I think that that's super important. Um, if you start acting like you know it all, uh, then people are going to assume you do. And then your Island gets a whole lot smaller because, um, you don't have any place to turn. And, and so that I thought was, was kind of huge. Um, and then especially for talking about those, uh, those kiddos, like it's, it's good to let them have ideas to help move themselves along. I mean, if you cut their ideas out, their opinions out on any of this, then you're not really creating that, um, that leader in your own kid. You're not really, um, helping them to, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, have independence. And so um, letting them be a part of the problem solving part of the research of how to do something or where to go with something is actually going to create independence in your kiddos. Simon Sinek went on to talk about how um, letting them have some of the skin in the game um, is actually creating some accountability also. You, um, you want to lead them to the answers. You don't want to be the answer person. And so, and then I'm thinking in, um, in the leadership capacity as well. Uh, I'm thinking of just an issue we had yesterday. Um, not an issue, but something that came up yesterday was we were choosing some awards that we were going to be passing out. And, um, this, this gal had three come to her and, um, and I haven't answered her yet. I'm actually going to let her choose today because giving her some of the, the skin in the game, 
um, is going to create a more independent and um, better leader in in her as well. But Serena didn't probably expect to hear her name, but but Serena, you choose the award. They're all great options, and I trust your opinion. And as a as a parent, um, letting them choose what they're going to work on and, and the order that they're going to work on it uh, in the day shows that you know that they're going to get to it, and maybe they do save that math for last, but they've got to learn that saving math for last actually ends on a bad note, or um, getting it out of the way first creates you know, happiness at the end of the day. So let them be a part of that decision-making. Answer the question for them, but lead them to the answer. What do you think we should do? What color do you think we should go with? And you know, what subject do you want to start with today? I think these are great questions to ask. Now, it was only a four-minute video uh, (laughs) that I watched, and so um, this is a a super short episode, but just kind of wanted to get you thinking about how you could better lead your kiddo to make some of their decisions without throwing out your own accountability, without throwing out your own uh, spot or skin in the game. And so it was a, it was a great episode. Uh, I highly encourage you listen to it. It's uh, be a better leader by Simon Sinek. It was on YouTube is where, uh, I found it. Uh, and, and I, I really like a lot of what that guy has to say. Matter of fact, you probably hear a lot of, um, him come through me if you're big Simon Sinek follower, because, um, I, I do happen to listen to a lot of his content and his podcast and have a couple of his books here. Um, anyway, I hope that this is a great start to your new year. Uh, I will come back with pause, re- uh, reflect and restart for next week, which was going to be the episode this week, but this one really just hit me hard. And I wanted you before we start the second semester, and I know some of you have already started and some of you, it's, it's, uh, a couple of weeks from now, but before you get into the second semester, I want you to really think about who all has skin in the game. Are you staying a step ahead of your kiddo? Are you staying a step ahead of your students, teachers, principals? Are you staying a step ahead or two steps ahead of your teacher? You know, just mindfulness in what's going to happen next keeps us from being reactionary. It allows us to be proactive. And when we're proactive, we can start uh, coming up with ideas of how to better approach something versus always being reactive and having to do it the way it's always been done because there's no time to think about innovation. All right. Well, have an amazing day and uh, tune in next week where we are rethinking how leadership and education can better prepare the next generation for a rapidly evolving world. Bye.